Hello, movie fans, and welcome to the Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Tyrone Powell, alongside my brother, Tyson. How are you? And today, we're shining a spotlight on Spike Lee's epic, Malcolm X. And before we jump in, Tyson, I'd like to get your thoughts about what you were feeling at the time this film released back in December 18th, 1992. I was just happy to finally get to see it, you know, all the... Everything that was said about it, I see. I felt it was pretty pointless. You know, it, it was a movie for us. Mm. You need not worry about anything. Just get the fuck out of our way and let us watch the movie. Oh, there you have it. Um, based on the autobiography of Malcolm X, is told to Alex Haley. That's where Spike Lee wrote the screenplay. And who can forget that opening, man? <laughs> the Rodney King beating and the American flag burning into an X. In one of Malcolm's speeches. Right. Well, Denzel is, as Malcolm is doing the speech as well, right? Right, right, right. Oh, man. <laughs> so then we uh, open the movie and we're in Boston, early 40s. Malcolm went to go live with his half-sister, Ella, when he was 15, but you didn't see that in the movie because there are some things exempt from biopics. That's why it's uh, so tricky to do a biopic. That's right. Especially about Malcolm X. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, we're in Boston, and we have a pan-in shot. Spike Lee is Shorty, who was Malcolm's friend. And he gets... Out of the uh, shoeshine chair, and he walks over to the to the parlor, and Malcolm's gonna get his uh, hair permed. Yeah, but it's not like you get your hair permed now, you know. You, no, that stuff burns. The yeah. thing is, to hurry up and get out what they would call naps out of the heads, and actually, the more it burns, the actually more it works, but. And Denzel comes in. He's got his little uh, fro. He's up there looking like buckwheat. <laughs> I mean, I keep it real. And he got on his uh, country boy clothes. He's going to get him a zoot suit in a couple more minutes. But first, you got to perm that hair. And, man, it starts burning. But you get that water on it, get it. Got to make sure it's nice and straight, though, okay? Takes the towel off his head and it's straight and shining red. Yeah, you know, it looked white. That's what he said. Ooh, it looked white, don't it? Uh, uh oh, got that blue Carolina blue uh, zoot suit on. Him and Shorty are strutting down the street. He, exactly. Now Malcolm can actually look at the girl in the eye when I'm feeling ashamed in his mind. At the time, yeah, time to go. That's really a uh, a stigma. Yeah, it is a stigma on our community. You know, can't be nothing unless you got them Jordans. Can't you ain't nothing, nothing unless you, got, you ain't got this and that. Can't be nothing unless you got good hair. And oh all that, lord, all that other crap. Yeah. So we cut back, or rather, we flash back. To, before his mother even gave birth to him, while he was in the womb, the clan came to attack them. 
or just scare them because Malcolm's parents were followers of Marcus Garvey. They called him Garveyites. And he was, his, uh, Malcolm's father was away preaching, and the mom was there with the then seven, six kids, because Malcolm hadn't been born yet. Malcolm was the seventh. And I remember that scene because the, when the clan rode away, that matte painting of that moon they had, that shot there was I'm like, oh, okay, this is what this is going to be. This is going to be epic. That's what. A sweeping epic. That's what Spike was going for. Absolutely. That's what he envisioned from the very beginning. And then you learn that, as we know, the real Malcolm was a mulatto, and his mother was a mulatto. Who's Malcolm's grandmother was raped by a white man. So that's how she got her light complexion, and he was the lightest of all his siblings. So, And he had red hair, as I mentioned. <laughs> Go figure that, right? Yeah. So, as I said, they were Garveyites, and that led to them. Now, Malcolm is uh, five years old one night, and they burned down their home. And now they got to move to uh, Lansing, Michigan. Because Omaha is it's too dangerous now. But anywhere they go, it's going to be dangerous. I was just about to say, like, <laughs> Michigan was Shangri-La. No. <laughs> so then the clan, because of uh, Malcolm's father was a follower. Him and his mother were Garveyites. And they killed Malcolm's father. They laid him on the train tracks and let the train roll over and it split him in half. Yes. <sighs> so then... The, uh, they separate the family, and he's forced to go live in a boarding home. He's the only black kid there. And then he, uh, but believe it or not, he actually excels. Because this is not a dumb person you're dealing with here. Malcolm Little slash Malcolm X slash El Haj Malik El Shabazz was nobody's fool. He wasn't, he had a high IQ. And he all shown all those kids. And then he feels confident enough to see he can actually have a future and he could be a lawyer. Well, you know, being a lawyer, he goes, tells his uh, seventh grade English teacher, I believe it was, you know, Malcolm, we all like you now, but let's not, uh, let's not get foolish. You know, you're a nigger and being a lawyer just ain't no goal for a nigger. So, he said, well, fuck it. Mm. You know, I don't know what I'll do, but I'll go work some menial job, and that's what they want to do, keep us down with their foot on our necks, right? Not all, but some. But it seemed to be the some within power, right, with the power to do so. Mm -hmm. So, as I mentioned, he goes to Boston. We cut back. Uh-oh, it's party time. Big uh, party in the uh, Roseland Ballroom. Malcolm is there with his uh, girlfriend. And Shorty's with the big girl. <laughs> um, and she chases him all over the, the ballroom. And they do a dance called the Lindy Hop. And this is what uh, this type of scene that a movie like this needed some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right after that, yeah. After all that negative stuff, mm. 
Uh, and Malcolm's girlfriend, he, uh, she rather, she goes to the bathroom to freshen up after all that dancing. And Malcolm, he's starting to get a little itch, you know. She's, her grandmother's really strict, and he don't know if he's going to get to have sex with her. I mean, let's just call it right down the line. Uh, no, it was Shorty's eye. Shorty looked over and saw Sophia first. Then Malcolm like, what you looking at? And he looked over and saw Sophia, and she waved him over, and he was like, Mm-hmm. And she pretty much told him, you can get some all you want. And he was like, well, she said, take that little girl home and come on back. It'll be here when you get back. Like, damn. Huh. I remember the brother in the theater went, woo. <laughs> Real talk. So then he takes some, now. Nah, he takes Laura. That was her name, Laura. He takes Laura home so he can go uh, buy a chicken wow wow with Sophia, right? Mm-hmm. In her little car off the side by the, I don't know, river or something. And so they start going together. And <laughs> Laura and everybody in town knows that Malcolm's got a white girlfriend and <laughs> cut back to. Malcolm's mother is now in the institution, and he's a little older now. And I mean, Denzel in that scene, he was just, I mean, I don't need to tell you that the, that the man can act. I mean, he is an actor's actor, man, straight up and down. But how the hell, despite making him look so young, did they give him a, a bigger suit? Yes. Suit to wear. A bigger suit. That's the trick. <laughs> I'll be down. Yeah. They didn't have, uh, as you know, CGI back then, so we got to do practical effects. I mean, it was there, but why why, why spend extra when it barely gave you any damn money? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. So, yeah, this um, Malcolm's working on the railroad all oh, the little old day. And he meets West Indian Archie, teaches him how to, you know, hustle. And now Malcolm, he, cho- he picks some, uh, West Indian Archie was a numbers run, and Malcolm picked some numbers for him to play. Malcolm said they hit. Archie said they didn't. I old man, he was slipping. Archie pays him. Now, if I come back and I find out, and you were wrong. You better not be in town, Red. Well, him and Sophia are in a club watching uh, Billy Holiday. And, well, turns out Archie said he didn't have it, and so he's going to walk him out. Then Malcolm jets to the bathroom and goes through the window and hauls ass down the hall. <laughs> Uh, hallway, the alley, yeah. <laughs> the hallway, Lord Embers. And he gets back up. Shorty comes and gets him out of Harlem. They go back to Boston, start. Sophia goes with him. Now, Shorty has the white girlfriend. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but this is nefarious people. So, mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Everybody looking out for themselves. They don't give a damn about that. And so the police catch him. <laughs> you know, the comeuppance. Normally for our people that were stealing stuff, you don't get that long of a sentence, but they found out they were messing with the white girl, so they gave him a longer sentence. He goes to the Charleston State Prison, Massachusetts. There he meets Baines, who's really supposed to be an amalgamation of this brother who encouraged Malcolm to read while he was in prison, and Malcolm's brother Reggie, who told him about the Nation of Islam. So they just merged them into one person, because as we said... It's tricky making a biopic. That's right. So then he teaches him the, the ways of the Nation of Islam, and Malcolm finally gets down on his knees and pray and asks for forgiveness. And then he begins with self-education, reading everything he can get his hands on and copying and knowing verbatim every word in the dictionary. Man, that's that's impressive, dude. That is very impressive. He just had to reopen his love of knowledge and learning. That's right. I couldn't have said it better myself. So he's uh, in one of the best scenes in the movie. He finally meets Elijah Muhammad. Very powerful scene. Uh, again, Denzel Washington proving that he is the best actor of not only yeah. this generation, but any generation you want to throw him in. Oh, my gosh. And Malcolm begins what he called fishing. That's when you're going to try to find people to join the the church, well, the, the nation, rather, the temple, excuse me. And there's a funny scene there. One of the preachers used to be a Black Panther. The one that was talking about, only thing black in the buck is the buck on the, on the is the black on the buck's back. Yeah, that was one of them. He used to be a Panther. Oh, so you, you educated. Oh, yeah, brother. And... So then we was given a speech. Guess who shows up? Shorty. Shorty. Oh, man. This would be the best thing ever. If Shorty would join, that, that would be incredible. But Shorty. Still uh, stuck in his ways. Yeah. Hair still straight. Still like pigs feeding white women. So I damn sure can't be no horse. So then he tells him about where Archie is and the, the fates of everyone else. Archie had a massive stroke, and he's living in some apartment just. Ugh. And he asks him, you know, it's, Archie asks him when Malcolm goes to see him if he had the number. He said, I don't remember what that number was. You kidding me? So, again, Malcolm was. It's about his speeches, and he's uh, it seemed like everything the new information was swallowing him up inside of him. And he just, when it's running, that's when he was really looking like Malcolm. That one scene, he was like, He calls you a nigger, yeah, he calls you a coon, he busts you upside the head with that billy club. That's when I was like, Okay, oh, yeah, and we starting to, starting to become the Malcolm X Weed with no. In, well, and on YouTube, and you can see speeches and different things, different mediums. And then in the crowd, 
is Betty Shabazz, played by Angela Miss Bassett. Angela Bassett. That's right. And they uh, take a liking to each other. He, um, in a deleted scene, he takes her to a uh, to the museum. Now, one of the first words in the dictionary is aardvark. And he walked past the aardvark with Betty in the museum, and he said, this is my old friend, the aardvark. Huh. And so they uh, go to a, a Muslim cafe to uh, have a banana split. But he has to cut that uh, day short because police have been uh, up to no good. And he cracked his brother, Muslim brother, upside his head. Now Malcolm and the other brothers, they got to go to the... Well, one of them was, uh, he played Roger Thomas. And the other brother was on NYPD Blue. I remember that. And so now they're standing in front of the police. They said, he wants play to see Brother uh, Johnson. And they said, the police said no. And he said, look out that window. He said, who are they? Those are brothers of Brother Johnson. And if they don't get to see him, I pity you. So then they let him in. And he's bleeding, and then he just threw him in a room somewhere. And Malcolm says, get an ambulance now! So then they yeah, put him in the ambulance, and he said, okay, you got what you wanted. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm not satisfied yet. To the hospital. Doom, 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 doom. Then people started following, because they, they know they're getting tired of this police brutality, too. And Man, it was, that's what it was about. That was... I don't know, maybe that was like 1958 or 9. It was the late 50s by then. <laughs> and he, uh, doctor came out, you know, told him that his brother was going to be okay. And he gave him the signal. Fruit of Islam fell right into formation. <laughs> and it was Peter Boyle played the cop. Yes, it's did. too much power for one man to have. No. But we know what he really, his character really made. Yeah. Well, that's as Malcolm heard it. He said it how he heard it to uh, Alex Haley. And now Malcolm is the national minister of the nation of Islam. And him and Betty have been married and their daughter, Attila, has been born and I mean, he is getting, gaining notoriety, and he's a public figure. He's on the national stage now, and then there starts to be cracks. But he doesn't want to believe it, and he goes all over TV. And Alec, actually, it was Mike Wallace who wanted to understand more about the nation of Islam, and First, Elijah Muhammad was against it, but then he said, "Okay, Malcolm, go ahead." You know, and it was a documentary called "The Hate That Hate Produced," and a lot of white people and a lot of black people were were aghast at what he was saying because this was different from what Dr. King was saying. Dr. King and Meg Everest, and that he said, "I don't believe." And integration, I only want separation. We have to separate from these 
around here, Blue White Devil, because they have proven that they cannot be uh, civilized when it comes to us. But unfortunately, in anything, money and greed gets involved, and lust, when you have that kind of power, and Elijah Muhammad had been sleeping with his underage secretaries, giving them this feel about how he's a prophet. And prophets are known to have multiple loves, if you will. Well, see, Malcolm, who had given up a life of lust and greed and you know, was able to turn down drugs and never even had a cigarette since he was... That was just too, that was, no, I can't, I can't have that. That's, it seriously hurt him in a deeply. So then there was a crack between him yeah, and Elijah Muhammad. Absolutely, that's what I'm trying to say. And November 22nd, 1963, Kennedy is assassinated in Dallas. Why they had the top down, I will never know. Um, all the Muslim ministers were told to not say anything. But hey, I guess if Malcolm X was going to say something, nobody was going to tell him to shut up, right? Right. He said it was the chickens coming home to roost, that the violence that was in America can find anybody. That's what he meant. But, you know, just like now, you say something. It's, ah! So then he was silenced by the nation of Islam for 90 days. Well, Malcolm thought it was time to leave. And the next scenes were very, very powerful. But they were almost shot on the Jersey Shore. That's right. You could have had a Guido walk through the scene. Uh -huh. You can. Spike said, "No, we have to go to Mecca." Warner Brothers said, "No." But then, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Oprah, if you can believe it, Uncle Tom, Cunt, Janet Jackson came through with some paper, and they were able to film the sequence. And it's some of the most powerful acting and one of the best movies ever made. And I have mad respect for Spike. You know, Sp Spike is a, a director who is really inspired by all the other great directors. That's right. Scorsese was a professor when he was at NYU. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Malcolm... Philosophy has changed. He has prayed with white men. He has prayed to Allah alongside white men and men of other nationalities. And he felt like first time in his life, a deep, deep peace. But he knew he was going to have to come home eventually. <laughs> and unfortunately, death threats you know, it was the government or it was the nation of Islam. I guess he figured. And I don't know because I'm not him. I can't speak for him. Okay. 
But I I believe he went to the Autobahn that day and said, let's get it over with. Well, one, I have told these people I'd be there. And two, if you don't get this over with, then let's get it over with. I know how that sounds, but again, I mean, the shot where he's, looks like he's floating, but he's really on the dolly. That's one of Spike's uh, patented go-to shots. Yes, it is. And, well, I, I, I cried. I did, too. Because it was just such a ferocious moment. Yeah, it was like, damn. He just, uh, just ran up to the podium. With the Double shotgun. barrel shotgun. Yes, sir. Wow. And they killed Malcolm in front of his wife and kids while she was pregnant with twin girls. Mm. That's what he, all he, uh, well, sorry, not all. I don't mean to say it that. He had six girls, him and Betty. Um. And so we go into a montage with pictures of the real Malcolm over Ozzie Davis's eulogy. Right. Who he did it again for the course for the film. Uh, and we have these kids. One of the kids was uh John David Washington. Oh. That was in uh Black Klansman. Oh, One of the yeah. kids is John David Washington. That's what, well, that's why you come to uh movie spotlight. That you learn stuff you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And then they cut to Malcolm. We declare our rights on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be treated like a human being, to have the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence. By any means necessary. They had Mandela say the parts leading up to it. Spike didn't want Mandela to get in trouble by saying by any means necessary. So then they cut to him. By any means necessary is the real Malcolm. That's the only time in that movie you heard the real Malcolm. And then the revolution. I'm sorry. It was very uh, fitting. Yes. I remember in closing credits, revolution played. Then uh, we one day we'll all be free by Aretha Franklin plays. With more pictures of Malcolm, the real Malcolm. Oh yeah. Throughout the credits. Wow! 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 Man, I mean, well, it's like what I said before. And I, I, and the movie is for us. It's true. Don't, don't stick your head in. You don't know what it's about. And one of the more poignant moments in the movie is that I was almost too choked up to talk about just now is a change is going to come. That's what made me start crying. I heard that song before. Herb Kent played that song every weekend. Yes, he did. Oh, man. Whew. Especially if you read the autobiography, you know what's coming. I, I didn't want to admit omit that, but it's just... Man, man, man. Wow. I guess my brother said it best. Some movies are just for a certain group of people. And Spike Lee, uh, as we say, he put his foot in this. Denzel did, and Angela Bassett did, and 
damn good supporting cast that saw this film come through to fruition. And it is the best movie of its kind. It truly is. There was no... It was nothing was held back. Nothing. So thank you for joining us on the Movie Spotlight. Thank you. For Tyson Powell, I'm Tyrone Powell. We'll talk to you later.